Hi everyone, and welcome back to A Drop in the Bucket. This is a podcast about mental well-being, where we use the analogy of a stress bucket to think about what affects our mental health and what helps us to cope and feel well. We are a primary school teacher and a clinical psychologist who love talking to people about their experiences, and we want to share these conversations with you. guys and welcome back to dropping the bucket podcast when you are hearing this it will be 2021 i hope it's as wonderful as we anticipate it to be (laughs) after 2020 how are you feeling becca i am really looking forward to christmas Mm. actually i think even though we talked about in our Christmas episode the fact that Christmas can be a time where we've got really high expectations and things can be really tricky and obviously it's not going to be the same this year whatever I'm doing I am going to be taking a break I'm going to be taking some time away from work and time to be with my family and just relax and I am starting to slow a little bit and I'm really looking forward to that how are you? I am doing really well. So I am incredibly fortunate that I finished school a week ago because I had an early term finish. So I've actually done, I've started to do my kind of wind down, but it also has meant that I've had time to be really focused on other things, like all the things I've kind of been burying my head in the sand about during term time, like my dissertation and uh, just life admin, I've been able to focus on. Also been able to focus on the podcast, which whoop, is very whoop. exciting. Yeah, so so you are now our social media. Did we decide head of marketing? That sounded really yes. head. You are now head I'm of ha- head of marketing. Yeah, yeah. your chief editor. Chief editor. <laughs> I like that. It's because it has the word chief in it. <laughs> it. Yes, and 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 actually, I used to think that I really wanted to be a book editor. There you go. I went back when I thought that it would just be an excuse to read books all day. Now we are going to get on to our plans for the podcast Mm -hmm. uh, in 2021. Uh, But first for 2021, we have got some new icebreaker questions and we thought we'd kind of maybe share just a couple of them. Give a little sneak peek, if you will, to people. I'm going to kick off the first one. Uh, What is one thing on your bucket list? Mm, Write a book. Ooh. You should write a book. I should write a book. Yeah. I would read it. Thank you. I don't know what about. I don't know whether it would be a fiction, a non-fiction, a children's adult book, but I would love to, I've always loved the idea of walking into a bookshop and a book with my name on it being on the shelves. I just think that's the coolest thing. Hey, look, maybe dropping the bucket is headed that way. Little mental health, (laughs) top tips, book. I'm just going to ride your coattails on this one. That's basically what I'm saying. (laughs) What about you, Sarah? What's one thing on your bucket list? So I effectively tried to crack my bucket list a few years ago because I did a list of 30 things before I was 30 where I was trying to tick off as many things as I could. And there was only a few things left on that list. So one of them was to see Les Mis in the West End, which is just going to continue to be on hold for a little bit. Another one was to ride a Vespa, which uh, some of our friends promised me would happen and then they moved to Jersey. So maybe when they come back, I'll finally get to ride um, a Vespa. I do also want to jump out of a plane at some point. So no. Yeah, I really want to do it. (laughs) I will support you wholeheartedly in that from the ground. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Right. If you could spend a day in someone else's shoes, who would it be? So I was thinking about this and um, I would choose my niece, Lucy. 
She is two and a half. And I just think she has the best life. Not only because she just has the most incredible imagination and is so fun, but also Hannah, my sister, just like, like bakes with her and does crafts with her. And like, she used sometimes naps during the day. And like, this just sounds like the best life to me. You get to play and enjoy your life and be with people be outside when you want to be outside, do crafts, do baking, nap when you want to nap. I personally, plus just like the, that beautiful unawareness of like how rubbish the world can be. <laughs> I just think, yeah, I'd, I'd choose her. How about you? See, I really did not know what my answer was going to be to this question. And as soon as you said that, I thought, yeah, I would choose my son. Yeah, partly because I also think he has an awesome life, but mainly because I just really want to know what he's thinking. He's so funny already. He's so funny. And sometimes he'll just sometimes we know exactly what he's laughing at. And other times it's a complete mystery. And I would love to know what's going on inside his head. Yeah. So literally we just choose children. Yeah. Okay. Third one. What is your favorite thing about your job? I love it when I am working with a young person and I say something about their experience that just really clicks for them. And you can see them having this light bulb moment where you know that they've really taken something on board and it's made a difference. And sometimes it's something that feels quite complex and sometimes it is the simplest thing, but it's a sign that someone has listened to them and understood them um, and being able to find something that does make it a little bit better, that that does make a bit of a difference. I absolutely love those moments and all of the things that are tricky about my job. That is why I do it. When I when I have those moments, I'm like, yes, this, this is worth it. This is what it's all for. What about you? I, similarly, a sort of light bulb moment, I guess. I think when children discover something for the first time and something that I've forgotten to find the joy in, is probably some of my favorite things so I think particularly because like my chosen age to teach is sort of that four or five year olds first year of school whether it's like the first time they manage to write something by themselves or whether it's like when they look at plants or like find the way that something works and understand it for the first time something that I wouldn't think is crazy interesting they find fascinating Um, and I think as well if I'm gonna have like two little things but basically like they're just hilariously honest like the way that children phrase things like the other day I laughed my socks off and I shared this on social media because this girl said to me Sarah do you have a husband and I said no and she said not even one (laughs) like (laughs) I was like no not even one (laughs) and I just love the way that kids phrase things so yeah I think that kind of joy and curiosity is is my favorite thing now, this is going on a slight tangent, but I think my favourite thing a ch- child has ever said to me was um, when I used to work in a school, I worked in a special needs school, my first job after university. And one of the little boys just leant forward and kind of clipped the boy in front round the head. And so I kind of took him out of the classroom, had a little chat, and I was obviously trying to be a little bit stern and just having a conversation with him about, you know, what did you do and why did you do this? And I had my stern face on and he just looks at me and he goes, Becca, I went, yes, he said do you like fish fingers? And (laughs) I just had to laugh. I just had to laugh. And I was like, I know exactly what you're doing, but fair play. (laughs) Yeah. 
my favorite one from when I did a placement at special needs school was um the kids were kind of looking at what noises animal make different animals make so they'd done kind of dog that woofs and and uh, tigers that roar and they went what do you know what noise a shark makes and I was like no I actually I don't and he went done it done it done it done it Genius. That's the noise a shark makes, clearly. Genius. Right, Sarah, tell our listeners what is in store for 2021 <gasps> and drop in the bucket. So we have made uh, a bit of a bold decision to, to not have seasons as such anymore, but to go for like a rolling, rolling programme. But it does mean that the podcast is going to be once a month instead of every week. Hopefully that gives us a little bit more time to really spend time in talking about the person's episode I feel like we've both found that we've been so excited about some of our guests but we haven't necessarily had the time to really share some of what they've said or signpost to different things or necessarily have had the time to kind of invest in the community of our listeners so hopefully this will give us a little bit more time to be able to do that and make it sustainable and kind of be able to keep keep going does that sound have I have I accurately summed that up do you think I think you have yeah and I think that what we've realized is that there are when we were thinking about when we were going to record and release series two we were really thoughtful about doing you know quite a lot of it over the summer when you were off school so had more time um but what we've realized is that we never know when's going to be a busy or a less busy period for us and so trying to spread it out a little bit more throughout the year hopefully means that what we plan to do we will always be able to do because we really love this and we want to do our best for the listeners but we also need to make sure that we are looking after ourselves and that it remains enjoyable I think and one of the one of the parts of doing the podcast that I don't find as naturally enjoyable and I don't find as easy to do I suppose but that you are absolutely on (laughs) is the social media side of things and I think that doing it this way just allows you to enjoy that in a bit more of a flexible way as well. Yeah. And I think, you know, for people who haven't heard us yet before, Becca, you spend, you do all our editing, which means that you put in a lot of hours to kind of make sure that it is down to a listenable length and that kind of thing. And I've been incredibly grateful that you're able to do that. But obviously to do that on a quicker turnover is time consuming and stressful. And yeah, you're right. I love doing social media things. But when we've been doing episodes on a weekly basis, I find it harder to be in that and to make sure that there's kind of like stuff going out that that is helpful and useful and that people will want to to engage with so I think we've kind of taken our own advice a little bit on this podcast in terms of looking at our buckets and whether or not the podcast is filling our buckets or emptying our buckets and we want it to be a thing that we find to be a real joy and you know we've always said this is a passion project you know, something that's kind of come out of things that we love doing. We want it to continue to be that way. And I think I think this was a really good place we landed on to make sure that that is the case um, and make sure that it's something that we are enjoying, but also to continue to keep the essence of it, that we're still telling people's stories and sharing people's experiences. And, um, you know, we really want to do that. And we're really excited about some of the guests that we've got lined up for the new year. So I think, yeah, there's always new stories to tell isn't there? Yeah. And it does feel like we are already creating a little bit of a community with the guests that we've already had on. 
we honestly have felt like we've made new friends this year we have got people on that we some of the people that we've already known but some people that we have never known and never really heard about before and by the end of the episode me and Sarah when when the guest has left we're sitting here going okay so they're our new best friend yeah (laughs) okay so we really want to be friends with that person and we genuinely love the guests that we've had on so far so like you say it's nice to be able to spend the time investing that and if we continue doing this for years we're going to build up quite a lot of people that we still want to be friends with so if we cap it to 12 a year, <laughs> then that means that we can sustainably still love everybody as well. <laughs> I think, you know, we we have been so grateful for everybody that's come on and, sh- and kind of shared their stories and the friendships that we've made through that. And we want to be able to keep to keep doing that and to not lose. I don't, I don't want to lose quality for quantity. And I think you and I are both um, kind of on that that aspect and. And I think we want to make sure that it's enjoyable for us, but it's also enjoyable for the people who come on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's been the other wonderful thing is that a lot of our guests have kind of said uh, as we got to the end, oh my goodness, like time flew. I've had the best time. Thank you so much. And we want that. We want it to be an enjoyable experience for people, but that will only happen if we're enjoying it still as well. So I guess we're kind of preemptively making sure that that can continue rather than letting ourselves get to a point where it's uh, stressful or overwhelming. Yeah. And if we want to do more in the future, then we might, or mm. we might do something a little bit different. So yeah, it's exciting. Well, I mean, at this point you're, you're writing a book. Yeah. I'm jumping out of a plane. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know how I can make that, that going to I was going to say, can you record live while I you're could. jumping out? I could anything's possible at this point Becca 2021 is the year of possibilities (laughs) do you know what though I was thinking about this the other day about and I was talking to one of my friends I was like oh 2021 and he was like yeah see I worry that people are putting too many expectations on 2021 yeah and I think I've been doing it quite light-heartedly but I think what I've come back to is that whether or not 2021 is actually going to be a better year I need to believe that it's going to be a better year. I need to believe that there is hope in the coming year. And I'm not under any illusions that, you know, things aren't going to magically be better in in January. But I think the hope that later in the year we might get some some things back, some freedoms back and, and be able to, yeah, be able to hug people and all that kind of thing. I think I have to believe that that is possible. Otherwise, I think it'd be quite a depressing place to be. I think that the most important thing for me is the sense of progress. So I've always said I don't necessarily need to be where I want to be now, but I do need to know that it's coming and have some sort of timescale, maybe even if that then ends up not being quite the case. But yeah, you're right. I think it is really difficult generally around New Year where people are saying this is going to be my year. This year is going to be different. And because essentially what you're saying is when that clock ticks over, either the world is going to be different or I'm going to be a different person. I'm going to have different motivations. I'm going to have more willpower or whatever. And there's nothing magic about the moment that all those fireworks go off. Actually, we've got kind of got to go. This year is going to be what it is. And it's going to have some difficult times. Every single year does. And it's going to have some great times. I think expectations are really, really tough. And I think the problem is that, you know, we went into 2020, the same as we go into every year. (laughs) This year is going to be great. Um, And it very quickly started going downhill. (laughs) Um, So, 
yeah, I, I agree. I think we need hope and we need expectation and we need to still be seeing the joy in all of the little things and to not write off 2020 as that was the worst year and nothing good happened. But to see actually what did still happen that would have happened anyway. We asked this, didn't we, on our social yeah. media? How would 2020 have been different if how were you expecting 2020 to be different? And I've realised that some things would have been really, really different. Some things would have been exactly the same. No, you're right, though. We did ask it on, on our social media. I think it's really interesting to see, like, obviously, there were some really rubbish things for people um, in terms of, you know, kind of job situations or weddings not being able to go ahead or mm. not being able to see various people. But I think also a lot of people were trying to find the positives in, OK, so, yeah, that didn't happen. But actually, because that didn't happen, I was able to do this. And I think we as humans it's ingrained in us to try and find that I think try and find some kind of positivity and hope and things and and I think 2021 like you said it's the progress isn't it I'm not expecting it to suddenly be spectacular come 1st of January but the glimmer of progress and working towards something more positive I think is it we really we really need it yeah I think the main thing I'm taking from 2020 is that I have been forced to slow down in a way that I never, ever have before and would never have chosen to. And sometimes that's been really frustrating and boring. And sometimes it's been wonderful. And I know that I need to, even if tomorrow the whole world went back to how it was at the end of 2019, I now would not want to jump in again with both feet. Um, I would want to um, you know have at least one day in a weekend which I'm trying to do at the moment where I don't plan anything in and we just see what the weather's like and what we want to do and as, as much as you can with a small child have a slightly lazy morning and I guess that's what we're doing with this podcast as well we're not kind of jumping in and getting really excited and planning in loads of things we're saying let's take it steady let's slow it down and that's really different for me I really like it yeah I'm with you I have two modes which is go 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 and asleep <laughs> And I think I sleep more than most people. Uh, but of trying to find the, the the place in between that, I think, is really key. And and yeah, trying to make sure that something is enjoyable and sustainable and not just rushing ahead into it. I think we both have that instinct of wanting to jump feet, like both feet in and kind of push on. But actually making sure that what we're creating is something that is is doable long term, I think, is really important. It will be really interesting to see at the end of this year when we look back over what we've said today. Mm. <laughs> yeah, what our thoughts will be, what we'll have done. In fact, maybe our January 2022 episode should be like a going back and looking at this and going, well, did we actually manage any of that? <laughs> yeah, if we've got the energy to after our epic Christmas and New Year parties. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure I have energy for parties anymore. <laughs> no, but... I love doing a New Year's Eve party and obviously not having one this year. It will have been uh, a bit sad, but hopefully. You know, it, it isn't lost on me that at your 2019 New Year's party, we played Pandemic and lost. I know. <laughs> so guys, okay. if that's why, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, that game, Pandemic, I love that board game, but it I'm not has, sure I could play it anymore. I'm not sure I could play it anymore. I bet their sales have taken a hit <laughs> or drastically gone up. <laughs> yeah I'd be really intrigued to know <laughs> anyway we said we were going to keep this really short yeah we I'm not sure we know how to do that no but I think we've done an okay job yeah like if you guys are still listening then 
you really like listening to us so great we love our people who listen can I just say on social media I've started calling our listeners the bucketeers and I think it's the best I don't know where it came from it just came out of my mouth one morning but I look I really like it because it has the word bucket in but also it makes them sound like 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 pirates or something (laughs) which is so us yeah so yeah yeah, the bucketeers are our true fans are probably still listening Wonderful. Well, thank you everyone who is listening and we will be back on the 1st of February. So we have been releasing on a Monday morning, but now it will be whatever day of the week it is. It will always be the 1st of the month. Indeed. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Drop in the Bucket. If you want to connect with us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at dropinthebucketpod or Twitter at dropbucketpod. Alternatively, you could email us on dropinthebucketpod at gmail.com. It would be great to hear from some of you about what fills and empties your bucket or any questions that you might have for us or our future guests. We hope you'll tune in next week.